There's a reason why in Florida, professional wrestling was deemed an essential business. Because it kicks ass. This is Heel Turns and Headlocks. And this is Bear DiGiulio and Brian LaPrey. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Heel Turns and Headlocks podcast. My name is Brandon LePray, and with me, as always, the last kicker, Bear DiGiulio. Thought you were going to go with the man. I would have taken it. Or the mom. I am a dad, not a mom. But she is the mom now. But this is about me. Never mind. Brian, keep going. I don't know. <laughs> Convoluted uh, uh, intro aside, we are here to talk about the once known as a last kicker. Obviously, now known as the man, the mom, the myth, the legend, uh, Becky Lynch. It's been a long time since we've seen Becky Lynch on WWE television. It's more applicably, been almost a year. It's been since the night after Money in the Bank of 2020 when she handed over the Raw Women's Championship to the Money in the Bank ladder match winner, Asta, announcing that she was pregnant. Becky Lynch has since gone on to give birth to her child. We're very happy for her and Seth Rollins. But, you know, we're a wrestling podcast. We want to talk about wrestling. And before she went on hiatus, you could make a very strong case that Becky Lynch was the biggest star, man or woman, in all of professional wrestling. Her title reign was... Record breaking 398 consecutive days, according to WW, excuse me, WWE.com. Despite the fact that a lot of people reported it as 400 plus, that actually wasn't the case. But considering that she came within two days of 400 as world champion, 400 consecutive as world champion, pretty crazy. That's a Brock Lesnar level feat, a CM Punk level feat, an AJ Styles level feat in terms of recent success stories. I guess Randy Orton did something similar recently. Uh, Regardless, point is, Becky Lynch spent a full year, almost a year and a half, as the star in professional wrestling. She won the title at WrestleMania in the main event, became one of three women who became the first ever women to main event a WrestleMania. And really, she just broke barriers every step of the way. The thing is, we miss her. You know, Becky Lynch, a compelling character, not just a record breaker, but a character that has depth and has well outlined motivations for everything she does. And that seems like such a simple thing in in professional wrestling. But let's be honest, it's not as present as you would like it to be. Uh, So we decided to look at Becky Lynch and ask a simple question. Whether or not she's back in time for WrestleMania what should she do once she comes back? We don't know for sure that she will come back. She hasn't said anything to the contrary. And I think the few times she has spoken, she has given the impression that she wants to return. But Bear, essentially this comes down to Becky Lynch returning to the spotlight where everybody has missed her being. And, well, we've got some decent ideas as to as to what kind of feuds she could have moving forward and how it could both benefit her and the opponent we have chosen. And that starts with one of Bear's favorite wrestlers, Alexa Bliss. 
future Hall of Famer, brother. That much is for sure. Alexa Bliss's resume kind of speaks for itself. If you hear an airplane right now, I live right by O'Hare Airport and it's pissing me off. Anyway, season or season, God, episode seven of the Heel Turns and Headlocks podcast. We talked about Becky Lynch at, at length. We talked about how she was almost a forgotten horsewoman. And then she became the face of the industry, right? She was a cover star of WWE 2K. I forget which one it was, but she had to share the spotlight with Roman Reigns, weirdly enough. So when inevitably, I believe, Becky Lynch does come back and she it's time for her to, you know, feud with these women. Obviously, I think Alexa Bliss is on the top of that list, given the fact that this is an alphabetical order. We're going to start with Alexa Bliss. I was telling Brian earlier, Alexa Bliss is a future Hall of Famer. I don't think that's a hot take. You know, we don't really do hot takes on heel turns and headlocks, but look, she and Nikki cross are the first two time women's tag team champions in WWE history. Alexa bliss was a second women's triple crown champion ever. Um, she won both the second women's money, in the bank ladder match and the first ever women's elimination chamber match. Alexa bliss's resume. If she were to hang it up tomorrow, Already Hall of Fame worthy, three-time Raw Women's Champion, two-time SmackDown Women's Champion, two-time Women's Tag Team Champion, Money in the Bank holder. She's already done it all. This iteration, you know, we've seen Becky Lynch and Alexa Bliss feud before, but we haven't seen that match since 2017. Seeing this match in 2021 or whenever Becky Lynch does come back, it'd be different. We've seen Alexa Bliss kind of do a complete 180 on her character, right? We've seen her as a heel quote-unquote we've seen her as a face but right now we don't really know what alexa bliss is because of the way that the fiend has consumed her right she's playing at the moment as of this recording she's playing mind games with randy orton she's making randy orton puke up this black bile whatever the hell it is she's different now she's not the same alexa bliss that becky lynch was once familiar with they had a killer feud on smackdown for the women's excuse me championship over on smackdown but this would be completely different now. Alexis Bliss is a completely different character. She's a completely different wrestler. And this would be a compelling story for Becky Lynch to come back to because just that it's different. It's unique. It's definitely more story oriented as opposed to the wrestling side of things, which is fine. You know, sports entertainment, baby. That's what we're here for. Sign me up. Becky Lynch is when inevitably she does come back. I can't wait to see like what she does, but I think this would be at the top of the list. You know, I think that's the best way to put it. It's story-based more than wrestling-based. I think that's exactly where Becky Lynch thrives. No question that Becky Lynch is a great wrestler. She tells a hell of a story in the ring, one of the best technical wrestlers in all of women's wrestling. Uh, but I think what this does is it really, as Bear said, it introduces a new dynamic to the Becky Lynch character. They have wrestled before. They were pretty much the early pillars of the SmackDown women's division, but they're both completely different characters now at completely different stages of their careers, having experienced completely different levels of success. They've both been the face of a brand. If Really, they've both been the face of both brands. And that alone makes it interesting. But what I think this is this really accomplishes is it takes a grounded character in Becky Lynch. And I think that's what makes Becky Lynch so special is that she's such a relatable character. Everybody can watch what she's gone through over the years and how she was overlooked and, and undervalued and really made 
a star out of herself to the point that she became undeniable. But this is something that takes a grounded character and pushes its boundaries. And I think that's exciting. And obviously that can backfire at times. Sure. But it's also how you, you produce, in my opinion, the best content by taking these creative risks and, and just really seeing what's out there and seeing what you can and can't accomplish and what isn't, isn't realistic. I think putting Becky Lynch in the ring and having her not back down from the fiend, you know, that would be a cool visual, uh, really reestablish Becky Lynch as this fearless, you know, incredibly motivated competitor that won't back down from any challenge. But of course, Alexa versus Becky, you have two hall of famers. And as bear said, they haven't wrestled in four years. It, it, it's that's a long time in professional wrestling. So I, I think that this is an inevitable feud, whether Alexa is still under the Fiend's trance or not. I think that we have to get some version of this, but I would actually personally love to see it with this version of the Alexa bliss character because I really do believe that <clears throat> this could push Becky Lynch in a direction that she has not been before. And that, in my opinion, is when the great, great characters truly thrive. Now, going from a rivalry that I guess we've seen before to one that we, strangely enough, weirdly haven't. They've been in a lot of multi-wrestler matches, you know, Fatal 4-Ways, Triple Threats. They've even been in a match together at WrestleMania for a world title tons of history in nxt weirdly enough we've never really seen a one-on-one -on -one story play out between becky lynch and bailey another hall of fame wrestler who's coming off of what 500 plus days of dominance rivaling if not exceeding what becky lynch did in terms of championship reign bailey is the first ever triple th uh, excuse me triple crown champion uh also became a grand slam champion you know bailey has done everything there is to do and that's kind of why this has to happen right i know everybody oh we want new stars and fresh stars sure but at the end of the day what it really comes down to is you need to take the best of the best and put them in the ring together that's what the foundation of a world championship is supposed to be the very best that a company has to offer going at it for the very best title that the company has to offer whichever show we get bailey versus becky lynch on i don't even think that matters i think we'll get some great promos obviously it's a title level feud and i think the matches would steal the show two of the best storytellers in wrestling i don't know what I'm not even going to try and fantasy book it because to me, it's just the fact that we haven't seen a real one-on-one -on -one program between Bailey and Becky Lynch is almost criminal at this point. And somehow they've always kind of avoided each other in that regard. I don't think that can continue for much longer. And we promise you that the <laughs> next three on this list are matchups that maybe, maybe you've thought of, but we haven't seen yet, but Becky Lynch versus Bailey in a true one-on-one -on -one rivalry. I mean, that's that's main event stuff. That's box office stuff. And quite frankly, it just needs to happen. I'm going to play the role of Paul Heyman here for a second and go spoiler alert. None of the other four horsewomen are on this list. On episode seven that I alluded to earlier of the Heel Turns at Headlocks podcast, we talked about how Becky Lynch was the forgotten horsewoman, right? 
and then she became not just a star of the company. She was the face. Becky Lynch was the face of the company. But while she's been gone, Bailey, Sasha Banks, they've both really stepped it up as perennial building blocks, right? Of not just women's wrestling. I'm, I, I need to hammer that home. Not just women's wrestling, all of professional wrestling. Pro wrestling in 2020 was a weird time, obviously, because of the whole pandemic and all that good stuff. Not just women's wrestling. Sasha Banks, Bailey, Drew McIntyre, all those people. They steered the ship for WWE, right? Bailey has done it all. NXT Women's Champion, Raw Women's Champion, two-time SmackDown Women's Champion, two-time Women's Tag Team Champion, Money of the Bank Holder, Grand Slam, Triple Crown, all that stuff. Meanwhile, Becky Lynch, as we said before, forgotten horsewoman. She's the only horsewoman that never won the NXT Championship. Weird stat, considering how successful Becky Lynch ended up becoming, but she wasn't Sasha Banks, she wasn't Bailey, she wasn't Charlotte Flair. But that's okay because she's the first woman to win a main event at WrestleMania. Crazy stat, right? Seeing this feud play out, especially given Bailey's current character, which is really, really killing it. I didn't know she could portray a heel quite like she can, but she she's doing it and she's killing it. Ding Dong Hello is one of the most entertaining segments on SmackDown every week that it's on. Seeing Bailey and Becky would be killer because... There's a backstory to it already. The fact that we haven't really gotten a feud out of it. I know they've had a couple random matches, but never really with a story behind it. Easy fix. You know, Bailey's one of the best women on the roster. One of the best on the roster in general, not just man or woman, whatever. Becky Lynch was the star of the show. Legitimate star, 2K cover star, all that good stuff. She was on WrestleMania programs and just magazines and all that good stuff seeing these two go at it with a story behind it really could do wonders for the women's division and for really just any show that it's on i think it would be a killer main event for any it could main event at wrestlemania if it wanted to bailey versus becky lynch seeing that match it's almost it's we don't like to use those term dream match at heel turns at headlocks but that could easily be considered a dream match given the proper backstory behind it. And at the end of the day, we can all pretend to be tired of the four horsewomen. We all know we're not really, but how can you actually sit here and establish that we all know they're the four horsewomen of professional wrestling and not have them all have faced each other in real feuds? You know, we've seen Becky and Charlotte. We've seen Becky and Sasha. Both of those rivalries excuse me, delivered 10 times over the fact that we haven't gotten that with Bailey yet. It it just needs to happen. Now pivoting from two of the most accomplished women in professional wrestling to one who is quickly on the rise and already has a pretty significant accolade on her resume. Bianca Belair, the woman who just won the Royal rumble, the woman who is going to quote unquote main event WrestleMania, which basically just means you're going to have a world title match there. Who knows if it'll be the main event. Regardless, she's getting a world title match at WrestleMania against a member of the Four Horsewomen and Sasha Banks. Who knows how that match is going to play out, but essentially what it comes down to is Bianca Belair is, by and large, one of the most promising young talents we've ever seen. 
the size, the agility, the strength, the raw athleticism, incredible. But it's the fact that with such an experience, she's already putting it together and looking like not just a future world champion, but a woman who is going to run the division. Uh, she is, there's really, you run out of adjectives, but the nickname of the EST of WWE, it could not be more fitting because she is really just run down the list of adjectives you can think of that end in EST and they probably apply to her. She's that damn good. And her Royal Rumble win was incredibly emotional. The promo she cut after the match was awesome. Bianca Belair has star written all over her. And that's why you want to put her with the biggest star in women's wrestling, Becky Lynch. I know everybody wants, you know, records to mean something, win loss, and this person goes over that person. At some point, you just got to look at it like it is and go, star power is a factor. You put someone in the ring with Becky Lynch, they get more over because of it. Especially, you know, I have to imagine those first few months when she comes back, regardless of what else transpires, there is going to be a wave of momentum just in terms of fan interest and, and Becky Lynch being prominent again. If Bianca Belair were included in that wave of momentum, that would help elevate her star power, which, yeah, we know she has all the tools to do it herself, blah, blah, blah. Guess what? Stone Cold became Stone Cold when he faced Bret Hart at WrestleMania, not when he won King of the Ring. Everyone remembers the promo. Not many people even remember that he beat Jake the Snake Roberts, and Jake the Snake is one of the best to ever do it. Star power matters. And Bianca Belair beating Sasha Banks at WrestleMania, that would be huge. Imagine if she then pivots into another feud with perhaps the most popular of the four horsewomen. Really line it up. She would have beaten Bailey. She would have beaten Sasha. If she can then beat Becky and eventually beat Charlotte, this is her era now. You know, and, and even if she loses to Becky Lynch, the point is. Becky is the kind of wrestler where if you're involved with Becky Lynch in some kind of rivalry or match, it benefits your career, plain and simple. You you just you benefit. You benefit from that feud if you're Bianca Belair or if you're Becky Lynch because you can elevate Bianca, excuse me, to that next level. And we're already seeing Bianca become a star in front of our eyes. As Brian mentioned, she just won the Royal Rumble this year. She's the second ever African-American superstar to do that right behind that guy named the rock. Pretty cool. Fuck. Pretty cool accolade there. Right? So Bianca Belair obviously is going to WrestleMania to face Sasha Banks. Eventually one day, I believe she will beat Charlotte Flair. She's already beaten Bailey. And then you have the other horsewoman in Becky Lynch kind of writes itself there. Right. And I've said on this podcast before, excuse me, that Bianca Belair is probably the greatest woman to never win the NXT Women's Championship, which is an absolute shame, and I hate that stat, but it is what it is. You know, Becky Lynch has that, um, I wouldn't say accolade, Becky Lynch has that asterisk, asterisk by her name as well, because she, alongside Bianca Belair, has never won the NXT Women's Championship, which is crazy, but, I mean, we've talked about it before. NXT has the deepest women's roster of all time. I think that's fair to say, especially right now. I think they're very deep. Hence why they just introduced NXT women's tag team championships, but having Bianca Belair in a 
high profile feud with Bailey, we saw it worked. Having Bianca Belair currently feuding with SmackDown Women's Champion Sasha Banks right now, with the exception of the addition of Reginald and all that good stuff and all these moving parts, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, all that good stuff. We're seeing Bianca Belair turn into a star in front of our very eyes, right? Eventually, again, we mentioned she is going to feud with Charlotte Flair, who we all know was probably the most most successful horsewoman, I think that's fair to say. I know she's got a crap ton of reigns. She's not on this list. But Bianca Belair against Becky Lynch, kind of the money feud here, because again, Becky Lynch is once Brian said it, once you feud with Becky Lynch, once you establish yourself as a superstar that can hang with the best of them, I mean, you know, we've said it before, I'm gonna say it a million more times, probably on this episode alone. The woman, Becky Lynch, main evented WrestleMania and won against who? Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey. The first woman to ever hold both titles simultaneously is Becky Lynch. Having that kind of star power go up against the star power that we know that's coming in Bianca Belair. You know, Brian made a note for us to talk about it. I'm going to take his line right here. It's present versus future. Becky Lynch, even though she's not currently in in the company because she's currently doing motherly duties. She's the present Bianca Belair. We know is the future. That right there is the the tagline of whatever pay-per-view you want to sell it on. And that really is what it comes down to at the end of the day. You can sell it. It's so easy to sell the future versus the present. The, I don't even know if you could call it the present, the past present and future everyone's going to be aspiring to be becky lynch she reached that almost stone cold level where it's not even about where you rank them all time it's just as simple as the fact that it's (laughs) other wrestlers aspire to reach the level that they were able to reach period and becky lynch has that status has that aura about her Bianca Belair has that same potential. Don't run away from that obvious feud. Now, we talked about Becky Lynch as a giant star. There's no debating that. We all know she is. Here's the thing. Bear has said it multiple times now, and it is the truth. Becky Lynch, for all that she has done, has never won the NXT Women's Championship. That's a shame. It is a genuine shame that Becky Lynch could one day go down as someone who is not a Grand Slam champion. It almost doesn't make sense. And that's why, well, we're trying to make sense of it by suggesting what if when Becky Lynch returns, it's not to Raw and it's not to SmackDown. Unlikely, of course it is. But what if we actually got to see Becky Lynch go to NXT further establish that as a legitimate third brand rather than a developmental territory. And we get perhaps the best in the world versus the biggest star in the world, Becky Lynch versus Io Shirai for the NXT women's championship. The match itself. I mean, (laughs) 
We don't have to sell you on that, I imagine. That sounds incredible. Io Shirai, very much in the running for the title of the best in the world. Her NXT Women's Championship reign has been awesome. She has put her body through hell for our entertainment. Well, you heard the... uh... Airplanes here and cops over there. Hey, we're just all over the place. New York, Chicago balance. Uh, (laughs) Not even going to edit it, baby. Uh, Becky Lynch, Io Shirai. Look, Io Shirai, she has proven herself as NXT Women's Champion. She has put her body through hell for our entertainment. She has had some incredible matches along the way. There's really not much that needs to be said in in order to sell this. It's just plain and simple. Best in the world versus biggest star in the world. The man versus whatever, you know, whatever nickname you want to give to the genius of the sky, Io Shirai. But it's also a great clash of styles, a high flyer in Io Shirai. Great striker, well-versed in terms of her submission game as well. But Becky Lynch... Really, she aims to ground you. She aims to hit you with grapples and submissions. And now you get really that contrast in styles that has worked 100 times over. So, look, Becky Lynch, Io Shirai, I don't really have much to add here. And I wish I did because these are two of my favorite wrestlers in the world. But it's just so obvious that it needs to happen. And when you add in the fact that this could potentially be Becky Lynch's chance to finally win the NXT women's championship, the story and the match, they not only write themselves, but they book themselves. I hate you for literally saying exactly what I wanted to say in terms of the contrast and styles, because that's exactly what it is at the end of the day. Io Shirai, as we know, genius of the sky, Becky Lynch, ground and pound, you know, using the disarm her as her patented finishing maneuver, you know, those, again, clash of styles. It's just everything we want as wrestling fans. This is more wrestling-centric as opposed to the other feuds, right? And again, this is not to discredit any of the previous wrestlers that we named, but this is probably the best wrestling match on our dream card slash feuds here for Becky Lynch's inevitable return. Seeing this match above all else, it does have have a story built in because, again, I've said it before. Brian said it. I'm going to say it again. Becky Lynch has never won the NXT Women's Championship. Boom. We saw Io Shirai actually face one of the four horsewomen earlier or mid last year in Sasha Banks at NXT Great American Bash. Great match. Seeing Io Shirai face off against someone like Bailey, someone like Charlotte, someone like Becky is just adds so much more value to the NXT women's championship. Not saying that there is no value. It's probably the most prestigious championship in women's wrestling. I think it's safe to say because of how deep that roster is, but adding Becky Lynch as almost like an X factor to that division adds just so many potential dream feuds with women like Io Shirai, obviously Candice LeRae, you know, Shotzi Blackheart against Becky Lynch would be cool. Becky Lynch against anybody ever is just going to be dope. Right. But seeing her against Io Shirai in particular is just, one of those matches I think we're going to see eventually. It's just seeing Becky Lynch as a part of NXT one more time would be really cool. And having her against Io Shirai, I think is it's a, it's, it's, it's a main event on any card. And look, even if we don't get it in NXT, as long as we get it somewhere and it's a real genuine feud and not a throwaway raw match, like, you know, 
Oscar versus Shayna Baszler, the battle of the two most dominant NXT women's champions of all time, just being a random Raw match. We're not big fans of Raw here at Heel Turns and Headlocks, I'll tell you that much. Right no, and you know what that means, because that means I had to have been worn down from optimism. Um, but regardless, as long as we get a real feud, a real match between these two, NXT cha- Women's Championship or not, sign us up. Now, fifth on the list, another former NXT Women's Champion, also a former NXT UK Women's Champion, the runner-up in this year's Royal Rumble, and a woman who, much like Bianca Belair, very much represents the future of professional wrestling, if not just in WWE, then as a whole. Just 24 years of age, she's already... I mean, she's already wrestled at WrestleMania against Charlotte Flair in a world title match. Pretty damn cool. Uh, we're obviously talking about Rhea Ripley. The Really, a lot of people's pick to be the the future face of women's wrestling, if not wrestling as a whole. She is she's just impressive. Like I, I that's really the best way to put it. The height, the power, the sneaky athleticism, the toughness. We saw her and Raquel Gonzalez have a couple of bangers in NXT where they just went to absolute war against each other. We also saw Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai have a really good match against each other. One of the better matches of the year where Rhea Ripley also got powerbombed through a table. I guess that's not necessarily a plus for some people, but I think it's pretty damn cool that she's tough enough to get powerbombed through a table and get back up because... How many people could say that? If someone powerbombed me, I'd cry for weeks. Uh, Point is, Rhea Ripley, toughness, physicality, and of course, the the number one word with her, brutality. She has everything that you look for in a star. A great look. She's pretty charismatic. And in the ring, she has proven to be able to wrestle a myriad of styles. And I guess that's what I'm trying to get at, is you have that brutal physical match where she gets powerbombed through the announcer's table. And then you have a pretty technical match against Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania. Two completely different styles, two completely different opponents, and she brings it either way. Her and Tony Storm have had some really good matches against each other. I mentioned the Raquel Gonzalez feud. Rhea Ripley has been the wrestler that you put in the ring with someone and you pretty much just trust that this is going to be entertaining and the reason that is is because she has a presence she's the woman who ended Shayna Baszler's seemingly endless NXT Women's Championship reign in one of the best moments in NXT history the locker room hit the ring raised her up on their shoulders it was awesome and that riptide from the middle rope was dope and of course that was all preceded by her breakout performance at war games Rhea Ripley, it's crazy. It feels like we're talking about like a 10-year career right now. It's nowhere near that. She hasn't even been on the WWE roster for what, more than four years? Going on for It's crazy. And, And now, well, she's moving to Monday Night Raw. That much has been announced. It's not a rumor, not a spoiler. If you want to establish Rhea Ripley as the up-and-coming star on Monday Night Raw. Yes, having her finally beat Charlotte Flair would be great. Of course, a match with Asuka and a rivalry with Asuka would be, I mean, please sign us up. But Rhea Ripley versus Becky Lynch, that's about as good a way as any for 
brutality to reign supreme and for Rhea Ripley to kind of take over the scene on the show that Becky Lynch basically ran for over a year. Rhea is the only person to have won both the NXT UK Women's Championship and NXT Women's Championship. And she's the first female Australian champion in WWE history. She's already making history at the damn tender age of 24. It's insane to me that she's that young and it's it's awesome. I'm very happy for her. Am I jealous that she's that young? Of course. But she's only been wrestling since 2013. Which, if my math is correct, I had to count it on my fingers. Not even eight years yet because she debuted in June of 2013. She's only been wrestling for just under eight years. Holy crap. She's the whole world's her oyster. She's got such a long future ahead of her if she so chooses to partake in wrestling for the next however many years she wants to. She's already been a runner-up in the Royal Rumble this year, a, an, an event that Becky Lynch has, has already won in her career. We actually got like a little taste of this exact match. When Becky Lynch was Raw Women's Champion, she showed up in NXT. But this match ended in a no contest because of Shayna Baszler and her stable of horsewomen, and not without Ronda Rousey, but whatever. We almost got this match. We saw glimpses of what this match could be, but we haven't had the whole taste yet. We want the whole taste of this match. Damn it. And this is not trying to be inappropriate. This is just me wanting a whole damn taste of what a Becky Lynch and Rhea Ripley feud could be. Because again, you want to put stars against each other. There's no more of this. Oh, one day, one day, this is going to be great. One day, one day, one day, one day is two day. I'm not saying they should feud today, but when Becky Lynch does return, this is one of those ma- this is one of those matches, one of those feuds that just quite frankly needs to happen because it established Rhea- it will establish Rhea Ripley as a star and it shows off Becky Lynch's already star presence to her. Plus it's a veteran presence above all else because again, Rhea Ripley's so damn young in the game still. It just it's one of those feuds that just it it needs to happen. That's why we have it on this list, brother. That is indeed. Look, Rhea Ripley, much like Bianca Belair, represents the future of professional wrestling. Becky Lynch, once again, represents the present, but also the past and the future. She draws on past success stories. And she represents what the future will be chasing because the level that Becky Lynch reached, rare. So, look, if you want to establish a new star... The best way to do it is to put them in the ring with an established star, and there's no star bigger in WWE than Becky Lynch. And on that note, well, we'll give you what we always give you, and that is one more choice. The honorable mention on this list, the reason we put them as an honorable mention is because we have technically seen this match recently, and that match, of course, is Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler. Yes, We got the build to WrestleMania. Yes, we got to see Becky Lynch and Shayna Baszler prove why they are two of the absolute best. But Bear, it kind of felt like there might be a little unfinished business and no disrespect to Becky Lynch, but her win, you know, a roll-up, not the most convincing W you can get at a WrestleMania. I don't want to make the remainder of this episode a complaint of how 
WWE is booking Shayna Baszler, right? This is not what we do at Heel Turns and Headlocks. But I will say this. Holy crap. We don't talk about, we talk about deserving and this and that. And the word sucks. But I'm going to go against the grain here and say Shayna Baszler deserves better. I know she is currently, as of this recording, one half of the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. But you have this legitimate ass kicker on your roster in Shayna Baszler. And you are doing not much with her. Having her uh, re, you almost have to like, I'm not saying, oh, re, reestablish. I guess I am saying you have to reestablish her, but you don't have to reintroduce her. She's already a badass. Having her feud with the man, Becky Lynch, will probably do wonders for her career. It'll do wonders for what we perceive as this legitimate ass kicker. Ass kicker against last kicker. Put that on a damn t-shirt. Sign us the hell up. It's there. Shayna Baszler, I believe, can be a star in this women's division. It's just a matter of putting her in that scenario, in that situation. And doing that, you can only do that by reestablishing her with the best of the best. Having her feud with women like Becky Lynch, having her feud with women like Bailey, Sasha Banks, all this good stuff. You know, you just have to reestablish her, and you can do that by having her feud with Becky Lynch. We only saw them face off one time in a one on one match, a roll up, as Brian mentioned. It's not really the way you want to end a feud. So I think, above all else, there's already a layer to this story unfinished business, untapped potential in a, in a feud like this screams money this could have easily not been an honorable mention this could have easily been one of our top five candidates but we quite frankly wanted to end this episode with a bang and put this on as an honorable mention and really look re-establishing shana baszler you don't have to do as much work as you did a couple of months ago so that's ideal she and nia Jax have been pretty dominant as the wwe women's tag team champions They've actually been more present with those titles than a lot of champions that came before them. I mean, for all the complaints that people may have for WWE, actually, I would say that the women's tag team titles being featured is somehow suddenly not one of them. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler have been pretty prominently featured on all three shows, uh, just like Bailey and Sasha Banks were. Uh, and Shayna Baszler is really reminding people that she is as Bear said, a legitimate badass. She is a former UFC fighter. She is a dominant force. The law, In terms of cumulative days, she is the longest reigning NXT champion of all time. NXT Women's Champion. We just call it the NXT Championship because why not? Uh, Shayna Baszler is dominant. And, and really, I think if you're going to firmly, definitively remove all slivers of doubt about whether or not Shayna Baszler is a main event player having her do the one thing that she's been unable to do which is defeat Becky Lynch would be a hell of a step in that direction now that's all for us today folks but we want to know who did we miss who do you think we should have added but decided not to because we're mean and cruel uh no we we want to hear from you so please reach out to us on social media we also have a number that we're going to show we got some merch and well the guy at the end will give us the social media information but bear you got some stuff to show baby 
614-450-0366. Text it, call it. Let us know who we left off the list. If you don't want to text it or call it, cool. Tell us on the social medias, which is the guy at the end will tell you all about. Or buy a shirt. Or don't. We don't care. Whatamaneuver.net forward slash heel dash turns dash headlocks. We have unisex tees, unisex tanks. It's getting hot outside, people. You need tank tops. Long sleeves, women's tees, women's v-necks, midweight pullover hoodies, lightweight pullover hoodies, youth t-shirts, toddler t-shirts, infant onesies. My child has an infant onesie at what a, from whatamaneuver.net. So do that if you want to support us. Eh, it's weird to say support us. We're all in this together. However, again, 614-450-0366, whatamaneuver.net forward slash heel dash turns dash headlocks. And Brian LaPrey, please tell these fine people what to do next, as only you can. You're too kind. Well, first and foremost, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. After that, well, keep on being safe out there. Wear your mask, double mask, social distance. Do all the stuff that we were all supposed to be doing this entire time, but a lot of people didn't. Uh, let me stop complaining. Point is, we want you to be safe. We want you to be happy. And if you can't do anything else today, well, the only thing we want you to do is keep on loving professional wrestling. You've been listening to Heel Turns and Headlocks with Bear DiGiulio and Brian LaPrey. We hope you enjoyed the show and we'll be back soon with more. But until then, reach out on Facebook at Heel Turns and Headlocks, on Twitter at Heel underscore Turns underscore Pod, and on Instagram at Heel Turns and Headlocks. We'll see you next time.